Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Dudes to Dads. And we have a very, very informative, I usually say interesting, we have a very informative <laughs> yeah. episode tonight. Are you ready for it? I am ready. Um, first of all, how was your week? Great. Yeah. I'm excited for the, for the stuff I'm going to l- listen to right now because you kind of hinted to it earlier. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> it is good stuff. I'm, I'm really curious about what this thing is. So it is very informational. Um, so there is this thing. When you have a baby... Mm-hmm. Some stuff's got to come out. (laughs) Okay. I'm relating this to sleep. Okay. Okay. It's all related to sleep. Okay. So when you have a baby, your primary focus about sleep is to get that baby to sleep through the night. Okay. You're not trying to just get them to bed. In most cases, it's like, I mean, sometimes, yes, you're trying to get them, but you're like, your focus and your energy is about trying to get them to sleep long. Yeah. Cause I hear that from almost everyone who's because a new dad. Tired. Hey, they yeah. slept through for six hours. Right. They slept. No, it's they a big, it's, it's, it's like a big, big everyone's asking, are they sleeping through the night? Or yeah. how is it going with the sleep? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's the same thing when you're pregnant and then, you know, they're, they're saying, well, you're certainly not going to sleep anymore. You know, everyone's very supportive that way. <laughs> so you really, it's about getting the baby through the night. Right. When you have a toddler, and they grow up, you know, they get a little bit older. They keep, they like to come out of their room. They need 400 stuffed animals. Sure. They need their bed to be perfect. It's yeah. it's the get the F to sleep. Yeah. If you've ever heard of Go that. Yeah. F to sleep. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. Mm. It's like any excuse to come out and whatever. So if you haven't figured out by now, what we're talking about is more on the children's side. Yeah. So after toddler, it, uh, toddlerhood. Toddlerhood is a new word. <laughs> Another one. I told you I need a wall of fame. <laughs> exactly. <with> my words. <laughs> uh, this is how to make bedtime easier using brain science. Okay. Brain science. Brain science. So these okay. are, this is a, I, this is a study yeah. or studies that were done and actually things that happen with the brain and utilizing those things in order to make bedtime easier. Yeah. So it's not just like, I don't know, you know, things that people figured out just randomly. This is yeah. actual ba- based on research, sure. which men seem to like. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> need facts and figures it's behind everything It's not just how I do. felt about it. No. It's actually. I want this data. Is, yeah, this is data. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So for, but for young children, uh, after toddlerhoodism. Toddlerhood. That's a, that's a good Toddlerhoodism. Hoodism. <laughs> after toddlerhoodlums, hood, uh, they seem to delay the process as long as possible. Now, yes. I, I'm speaking from some experience. Now, okay, right. My wonderful, beautiful, lovely children. Sure. Have a tendency to just not really want to go to sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? I miss out with that. Yeah, it's FOMO. It's FOMO, the fear yeah. of missing out. Like, there's always something exciting going on. So I had to figure out how to improve this process. This okay. was my another self-fulfilling uh, thing to do. So I found some tips. There is this woman, Catherine Eskovitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wrote an article 
really, really good. And so I'm going, and I'll post the link on, on our website. Does she have a strange title like the last time? The, the um, leading expert? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> she's, a, she's a parenting expert and okay. she does some other that's, things. That's good yeah. enough. Yeah. She studied some of these, uh, some of the, the, the research papers mm-hmm. and stuff. So listen to this though. Too little of sleep causes serious problems for children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Studies suggest that every 15 minutes less sleep for high schoolers, I mean, we're not even talking about younger children, means a drop of one letter grade. What? This is what, no, I mean, it's crazy. This is tr- this a whole letter grade? Yeah. Lack of sleep contributes to bad moods, sickness, depression, and even obesity. So the patterns that they develop as far as poor sleep, as they get older, it makes it even worse. Wow. So this is why we're talking about this of how important it is sure. to develop good sleep patterns, good sleep habits, and how to make sure that you can do that. So here's some of the tips, and this is the, based on some of the brain science. Okay. So first, and, I, and this is very true for us as well, because I do this in the mornings, create a nighttime routine. Yes. And also do it together. That's another thing. So the, the children, whether, you know, you for us, it's like eat, bath or shower, pajamas, brush teeth, read, sleep, you know, you help or you let them help plan it. Right. So you're actually saying, hey, so what do we do after this? What should we do this before that? You know, and kind of getting them invested in it. Mm-hmm. That gives them some control. They feel like they're a little bit in control over that. Um, they didn't say this, but this is how, how I roll is you can make a chart or sure. pictures or you know, depending on their age. Or a, or a, an agenda, whatever you call it, of time. We did that for our mornings. Yeah. It's like I don't have to. They don't have to look at that anymore. Right. I just have to yell twenty times. <laughs> and uh, just kidding. read the chart. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we talk about this four hundred and sixty eight every times? business meeting we have? Right. Um, family meeting. <laughs> so just you know, create a nighttime routine and do it together. That's very important. The second thing, if they can write. Uh, or they can do pictures, but you start a night journal, a good night journal. Mm-hmm. So basically, they've proven this that it's a great way to clear the brain and potentially reduce nightmares because of their thought process. So it slows them so down. So actually bit. writing things down, writing things down. Oh, like having a diary at the yes. end of the day. So yeah. you actually say, you know, hey, what kind of things happened today? What was good? You know, and we could probably focus on the positive. <laughs> Um, but what kind of things happen today? You know, what do I want to do tomorrow? Um, and it, and it has a tendency to help slow them down. Yeah. You know, it, cause that's the one thing that you got to be careful of is that, that this time of night things it's can good. be very fast. Sure. You know, like, yeah. especially if it's after dinner, they've got energy. You want to kind of help slow this down. And that's what a bath when the child's younger helps do. Like oh, you take right. a warm bath and it yep. helps slow them down. Decompress them a bit. Yeah. That's a, a lot of what dreams are is, um, day residue. They call it. Yeah. Basically it's leftover. Well, didn't you study that, some of that stuff? Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. a psych major in college. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's part, a combination of like subconscious and day, resi- day right. residue. Yeah, Right. So if you can release some of that, yeah. that that's going to help. That makes sense. So see, I just uh, confirms it. Yeah, there you go. Because this which would have would have sucked if you came back and you're like, uh, Jason, that has nothing Total to do with garbage. it. garbage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so it, makes, it, it helps make sense of our experiences. It also helps with control a little bit. So they have a little bit more control. Yeah. Uh, third thing, and totally agree with this one, uh, dim the lights as you get you know ready for bed. You mm-hmm. sort of dim the lights and also stay away from electronics. So I had just actually heard this uh, for adults. 
Um, melatonin, which helps you sleep, and mm-hmm. people obviously then take melatonin in addition, using your screen or watching TV reduces the melatonin in your body. Oh. And like converts it to something else. I'm not a oh, interesting. You know, nutritionist, but basically what happens is there are people then who take melatonin or just naturally have it in their body. Yeah. But they use their screen or they watch TV before going to bed and they think that that actually helps them. It's actually hindering them. Oh, uh, it actually reduces the melatonin that's, that's allowing you to then sleep. Huh. So same thing for children saying like at least 60 minutes before bedtime, no TV, computer, you know, whatever it is, handheld yeah. device. I got to take that advice because I tend to watch TV like before I go to sleep. Like I'll yeah. do stuff and then. You know, if you don't that. have any issues sleeping, it's yeah. probably not a big deal. Yeah. But for people who do have an issue and maybe they have trouble sleeping through the night or whatever, stop. Like try not to watch TV right before. It, you it probably bed. makes sense for people like you and I who are on our screens all day. Yeah. To, to kind of have that moment where, hey, we're not looking at anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been, I mean, I've got plenty of issues, but sleep, sleep is not one of them. Uh, I've been gifted with the, uh, yeah. the, the blessing of sleep. And, well, and the my ability father to tells sleep. me that he could, I can sleep on a clothesline. Yeah. I can just fall. If I, if I need to take a nap, I can't. Yeah. But sometimes I'll have trouble going to sleep, but once I'm asleep, I'm all right. And then I'll wake up early. Yeah. I, I don't I, need a lot of sleep, but I can go to sleep. Very like rarely. I have to knock on some wood. Very rarely do I have difficulty sleeping. I mean, mm-hmm. even if I'm upset, I can sleep. If yeah. I'm happy, I can sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's not that's not the area that affects me. (laughs) As I said, I've got plenty of other stuff. Sleep isn't one of them. Right. You know, yeah. So that's something too. I mean, for adults, if you're having trouble sleeping, think about that, Mm -hmm. you know, just the, that same thing where this nighttime routine could Mm -hmm. help, you know, you want to be quiet down and, you know, if our minds are racing, how many people whose minds race are sitting there looking at their phone right before they go to bed, whether it's browsing the web, responding to work email, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, stay away from that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can actually fall asleep with the screen in my hand. Like just doesn't affect with the TV on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can fall asleep with the TV on for sure. I think, you know, part of it's getting up really early, you know, and then just being just crashed by the end of the day. You you do enough stuff. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Um, so dim the lights as well. That, that helps and sort of gets the environment ready. Um, number four, play a short bedtime game. So, uh, the the author here talked about one called uh, this was cool two truths one fake so you talk about their day and they're going to tell you two stories that are real and one that's fake and you have to guess it so you sure. just I mean you could do a story you could do whatever um, but it kind of expands your mind I think it's very similar in the good night journal where it kind of calms you it gets you you know rid of some of the uh, the mind chatter mm. you know and allows you to focus and so that's something that you can do with a child. Um, you know, they didn't talk about reading, but I think you can kind of probably do that too. I mean, for a lot of people, you know, reading makes them tired. Sure. Um, I don't know if you could substitute it there. They didn't really talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number five, listen to a good night talk or make your own. So this is a great one for, uh, adults as well is like guided meditation. Yeah. I've used that at night and it just, I mean, talking about the deepest sleep I've ever had. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you just, you're out and just gone. Maybe explain what guided meditation is. So, uh, so normal meditation in general is, you know, you, and there's tons of different kinds, right. but like, let's say the kind that I'm doing, it's, you know, it's quiet of the mind. And so you can either picture something, you can do um, a chant over and over. There's all kinds of different ones to do. 
Um, typically it is self-guided, meaning there's nobody talking, there's nobody doing anything. It's your mind and you thinking about it. Guided meditation is instruction. Mm-hmm. So somebody might say, you know, um, you know, you have your eyes closed and they're saying, you know, now feel your left arm mm-hmm. and feel a pulse in your arm or, you know, uh, picture yourself in a certain environment, you know, and it's just sitting there talking you through oh, okay. so that your mind, and sometimes that's a lot easier for people you sure, because you, it's like, you know, an instructor and you're guided through that process. Um, when I first did meditation, it was guided. Actually, the guy who was leading it would tell us to do what to do as we were doing. It. So he's like, okay, now picture waterfall going from your head to your, you know, and like you'd sit there and then realize, and then eventually you kind of can do that yourself. Yeah. You know, you can kind of guide yourself in a sense. So guided talk, you know, it doesn't have to be quote meditation, but guided talk of some form to help them relax. So there are, there's a lot of free apps and stuff. I use I use an app that does it for me. I've, I've used those before. Um, and basically can, you know, walk them through relaxation, you right. know, and just saying, okay, now think of this and now do this now breathe and, you know, breathe four times, sure. and, you know, whatever it is. Um, and so for, for kids that, that might be a lot more helpful. The other is they can actually make their own story their own good night. And so one of the examples they gave was a child, uh, and she was like five, she like relived and talked about a scary moment for her. So really? yeah, it was something Before like, like a roller coaster that oh, she was scared of. Okay. And what it did is it like got the negative feelings out. Mm-hmm. So she was like, and whatever it reduces the nightmares and made her feel better. Yeah. You know? So it's, I think it's that same exact thing you're talking about. It's like for kids that might have difficulty sleeping, they might be scared of something. They might feel uncomfortable. And that's what all of this is about is about creating an environment where you, you're calm, mm-hmm. you know, you feel at ease and you feel like your mind's not racing and there's also nothing chasing you. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, which is the, the next one, number six, change, scary thoughts into silly thoughts. Yeah. So that's, that's a funny one where, um, and I, and I remember in my meetup, um, uh, one of the dads was talking about this cause he was really good at this is his son had uh, some fears and he was worried about, um, you know, people coming into his room or monsters coming into his room. Right. So he brought a water bottle <laughs> and put it next to his bed, like a squirt bottle. Oh, and he's okay. like, oh, if they just come in, all you do is spray them with water and they're gone. Like, you know, anybody who comes into this room and, and the kid was like, oh, so he had a water bottle next to his bed. <laughs> and which, a wet dad. <laughs> yeah. Which would, you know, totally deter anybody coming in. And I yeah. think it was like a specific monster or something yeah. like that. You know, he's like, no, they don't like water. So you just spray yeah. them and they're done. <laughs> and, you know, and that helped him. That's fine. Um, but maybe, you know, if it's like a monster or something, maybe the monster has polka dots or stripes or, you know, and, and you turn the story around so that they can visualize something funny. You got to think about the genius of Sesame Street in that regard because yeah. there's the monsters. monster right. and Grover is a monster. Yeah. Those monsters in there and that's they They're made friendly. them cute and lovable and friendly. Yep. So like it's like oh instead of bad monsters he's a good monster. Right. So it's kind of interesting. Well there's a lot of stories too. There's a great we talked about this too was a story called Tickle Monster mm-hmm. and you know same thing. It's just mm-hmm. like he loved being tickled and loved tickling people mm-hmm. and it just it, it, yeah there's a lot of that because you know, as as kids, they're just they're always scared of monsters. Sure, you know whatever that is. Yeah, um, there's so many movies and books about it and <laughs> right. everything else. So yeah, no, it's cool. Um, number seven, remember to hug a favorite stuffed animal. Uh, mm-hmm. This for sure worked with my kids and still does. It's yeah. like you know. 
um, when they're a little bit younger, they have a tendency to like, you know, need 500 stuffed animals on the bed <laughs> yeah. and they have to be in like precision. Like there's certain <laughs> places where they all have to be set. Um, but hugging a stuffed animal, it's kind of probably the graduation from a blanket. Yeah. That, you know, keeps them safe and makes them feel better. Sure. Um, and so that can help reduce some nightmare fears and, and keep them calm. And that's okay. I mean, yeah. some people there's, I remember on the, listening to the radio and they were talking about adults who still sleep with. Something. Yeah. I've seen you know, adults with that. They still got yeah. something. They have to like travel with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to okay. each his own. You know, <laughs> if it works. Uh, and then number eight, follow the same plan with the same bedtime each night. So keep, um, keep it consistent. Yeah. yeah. Very, very consistent. Um, it's not just the number of hours, but it's also that consistency to helps develop their brains. Mm. So, you know, they like rep- repetition and steadiness. And they said a recent study showed that children with non-regular bedtimes had more behavioral problems. Mm. Uh, children that went from non-regular to regular bedtimes, their ba- behavior improved. Mm. So, they associated with that as well. And, yeah. and and you can tell when you have kids that you you can feel and sense when they're like overtired. Yeah. They haven't gotten enough sleep. You, you just can see it. Yeah. You know, get, you know it. They get antsy and restless. and Which so do we. Yeah. And I, no, she's funny. Yeah. She's going to kill me for telling this story here. But, don't. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to anyway. But uh, it was a friend of mine. It wasn't, it wasn't anybody I was dating. It was somebody who was just a friend. But was, I could tell it was very sleepy. But she didn't want to admit it. And she kept kind of bugging me. And I was trying to like kind of take a nap. And I was like, hey, like, you know what we'll do? Just be quiet for like just five minutes. Just really just silent for five minutes. She fell asleep. <laughs> She hated me for. <laughs> she didn't really hate me, but she was like, "I'm so mad at you that you, right. you knew I was sleeping before I did." <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, you just you're crabby. It's like being hungry. Yeah, you know? it's like for yeah. some people it just doesn't work. You yeah, just can't you, function. You just and you get all weird about it. It's funny. You try to stay awake and yeah, tired and hungry. You forget yeah. about it. Um, yeah, so that's so those are those are the tips that they offered. Now I have some overall tips that I want to offer just because they helped us and they helped me, uh, and they still do. Hmm. Um, the first one is is an early bedtime. Mm-hmm. So this worked really well for us in our house. And the reason being is because I always felt like our kids weren't getting enough sleep. Like they could never get enough, you mm-hmm. know? So when our children were really young, um, when we first started out, it was like 6 30, 7 o'clock. Really? Like literally when they were babies and then toddlers. Yeah. Um and it, it, because they seem to get up around the same time, no matter what, mm. you know, and especially because we're early risers. So I'm sure it's noisy or, you know, we try to keep them. I remember like free cause they, they, we have a garage door and our children have their bedrooms above the garage door. Oh, and okay. so it was like, I couldn't go to the gym in the morning. I had to park outside, you know, there'd be all <laughs> kinds of, stuff. we didn't want to wake the baby, yeah. you know? And so. Um, but bedtime wise, we just really tried to get them to sleep. And it was for a couple of reasons. Some of it was selfish and mm-hmm. self-serving. That's like, okay, now we have our own time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if we go to sleep early anyways, or we did, you know, that's some extra time that we have to spend as adults, Yeah, you know, just having conversation, yeah, you know, exactly. or eating dinner or whatever. Um, so an earlier bedtime, you know, and as they get a little bit older, still trying to keep it a little bit earlier. Like, I mean, I can tell you like with the neighbors and all that, like our kids probably have one of the earliest bedtimes Mm. in relation to others, you know, whether that's good, bad, whatever, it's just, I I feel like they're, they get good sleep, Mm -hmm. but they also don't sleep as long. 
So mm-hmm. there are plenty of other children that will go to sleep later and then they sleep in. Right. You know, our children just never slept in. So it's right. like it's not an option. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, it'd be great if they slept in. And, and but even on the weekends, they get up early. It's just, you know, yeah, it just doesn't work. So, right, right. so if, I, I think for, for many, maybe that earlier bedtime and that's hard to do. I mean, you have to plan it. You've got to you know make the regimen. And especially like when they're a baby, you know, the feeding times and everything else, you got to coordinate that. Sure. So that works. And then the other is just overall creating a good sleeping environment. Mm-hmm. Um, what my kids will call often is cozy. <laughs> you know, sure. they'll say yeah, that word. Yeah. Like, you know, they've just showered. They are in their pajamas. They're comfortable. They've got soft pillow, soft yeah. bed, you know. Um, and they just, the temperature's good. Yep. Like, you know, they're not hot. They're not cold. Um, you know, because we have both heater and fan and just make sure that they're okay. And I see that for sure when they are hot, they do not sleep well. Right. Yeah. And we don't either. No, no. I think that's the case for most people. It's like when it's too hot or uncomfortable and and who doesn't feel good after like a great shower. Yeah. You know, and then you just go and get ready to the bed. Yeah. And for many also to it being dark, the same thing with turning off the light. So making sure that it's dark, you know, for some kids, they like to have the door open and a hall light or something like that. And that's fine. Or a nightlight. Mm -hmm. Um, But those are some things that had helped for us is just making sure that environment is good and, and making sure they go to bed early. Yeah. Wasn't on ba- brain science. It wasn't based on any sort of science. It was based on trial and error. Right. Um, and just, you didn't throw data into your studies. We just read a ton. And then uh, <laughs> it was funny when I was compiling this, I was thinking about, uh, you know, an episode about um, getting your baby to sleep. Mm. And I, cause I was trying to, you know, recall a lot of that. Right. And I remember how difficult that is. Yeah. You know, that we probably should do an episode on it. Mm-hmm. I just, I, it was like reliving it, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. And it is something like, that is yeah. really, really hard, and it's, have... but it's needed. It's one of the most search stuff. You know, oh, of course. Babies, yeah. For sure. You probably have PTSD from that. You know, it's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I recall some very, very difficult nights. Yeah. You know? And you just, cause you know, then you're taught, well, don't go in, leave him, let him cry, you know? And it's like an hour later, you know, I, our son just did not comply yeah. with all of the, like the types of, um, like techniques. Yeah. You know, they're like, you know, uh, leave him for five minutes and go in and touch him. The Ferber method and all these things. Our, my son just did not comply with that. And yeah. I, you know, I'm a rule follower. Like you tell me exactly <laughs> what to do. I'm doing, I'm, I didn't change the plan. Right. He, and then he said, some kids just won't do it. He just didn't do it. Yeah. You know, and, um, we were so much more lax, if you yeah. will, or relaxed on um, with my daughter. She, you know, slept near us in the bed or near the bed mm. and just, it was a much different experience, right. you know? And so that's a whole other, yeah. Worms, you know? um, but love to hear your feedback for, you know, maybe things that work for you guys, yeah. you know, things that work at bedtime. If you have young children, uh, maybe some tips and tricks and we could post them. That would be cool. Be, yeah, it would be cool. Uh, where were they? Podcast at dudes com, or you can uh, tweet, tweet us at tweet podcast, us. Twitter us. I'm sorry. Bad dudes to dads. Um, yeah, Twitter us. How do you call it? Is it tweet us? Tweet us. You tweet us, right? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You're the internet marketer. I know. I don't know why I don't know these terminology. <laughs> you know, like I do internet marketing for a living. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Facebook, com, And then, of course, the uh, the best thing you could do is go to iTunes or Stitcher, leave a review. Usually five stars would be helpful. Subscribe. Uh, the YouTube channel as well. Subscribe. Yep. Subscribe. It really helps the following. It really gets that um, the, the users and more people discovering what we're doing here. So, And, of course, just sharing it would be good. 
Yeah. Share it with your friends, neighbors, whatever, who, else, who you think needs it, who you even think doesn't need it. Even women. <laughs> even women. Even women. This, even this, women. This show is not just for dads. No, no, it's for everybody. It's amazing how many... From the dad's yeah, perspective. Yeah, how many women are like, oh, I just want to find out what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a fly on the wall. Yeah, exactly. What did dads talk about? Yeah, so yeah, that's cool. you everything. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Alan. Another great week. Thank you. Um, and we will see you guys next time. See you next week.